Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And this week we visit with another former Hoosier who became a Wildcat. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Back in the day, UK basketball had pretty good success of going across the river to Indiana and recruiting basketball players from there who were really good basketball players. Cotton Nash comes to mind from the early 60s. Louis Dampier in the early 70s. Mike Flynn, Kyle Macy, and another whom we're going to talk to this week is Jim Master, who played his high school ball in Fort Wayne, Indiana, northeast corner of the state. And yet he chose UK as his college, came in the fall of 1980. And I asked Jim Master the same question I ask every Hoosier who comes to UK. How did you get away from IU? How did you get away from Bobby Knight? Of course, you're a young kid growing up in Indiana and Notre Dame and, and then Bobby Knight in Indiana. That, that's huge. For me, it was. Those were the two schools and watching all those great players. But Bobby Knight just recruited a guy named Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> and so he was a year ahead of me. They also had Randy Whitman, who was a, obviously an accomplished, very good player. So he wanted a kid that was 100% gung-ho, but he had Isaiah Thomas and he had Randy Whitman. So he knew he didn't need me, but he recruited me, and I, I went down there and I got to do a lot of things, but that's why I didn't go there. I mean, I, I had nothing against Knight at the time, but great, one of the best coaches ever, but that's how. So. So if Whitman and Isaiah hadn't played at IU, do you think you would have ended up there? there it would have been a bigger pole. But my real true dream growing up as a little boy was playing for Notre Dame, which where I grew up was 20 minutes, 20 miles away. And my daddy owned some apartment buildings in that bigger city, South Bend. So that was my number one choice all along. And then Kentucky came along. So I'm not sure I would have, even if Isaiah wasn't there, but it would have been it would have been a tougher choice. So UK won out over Notre Dame and Indiana in the recruiting war to land Jim Master. And he played his college career without the three-point line. It didn't get implemented into college basketball until 1986, two years after he graduated. He would have loved to have played with it because he was a great long-range shooter. What's interesting is that the ACC added the three-point line in 1982 as an experiment. NCAA gave them permission. So his junior and senior year, had he been in the ACC, he would have had the three-point line. But what's also interesting is the SEC voted on adding the three-point line going into his junior season and they voted it down. He explains why. Coach Hall said they voted it down, go back and look, because of me. But my, so my point is it is tough. Wouldn't I like to play like the ACC did a couple years? And if you remember, Gary, the line, when it originally started in college, was like a foot and a half closer than where it is now. Right. So anyway, I do remember I, that. It's a tough one. So, yeah, I wish I would have had the opportunity. 
So you're telling me the SEC coaches voted down the three-point shot because they didn't want you shooting it. I know that's what Coach Hall told me, but either that or the ADs, right? So the ADs are coaches, but yes, it was in, go back and it was in the ACC. It may have even been in a couple other conferences. So the SEC, it was basically no three-pointer unofficially was the gym master rule. I, that's what Coach Hall <laughs> told me that summer. So I was hoping they were going to vote it in. They said, no, they did not vote it in. So He is correct. It was more than two feet closer back then than where it is now in college basketball. And the SEC coaches voted it out because they didn't want Jim Master shooting it against them. <laughs> That's interesting. But the one game he'd like to forget is his final game there. His senior season, 1984 NCAA tournament, in Seattle, the Final Four, UK playing Georgetown. I talked to him about that one. Well, I hate to bring up one bad memory, but 84, you guys could have easily won the NCAA championship, but you had that as a team, you had that just horrible second half against Georgetown in the Final Four where you just couldn't hit anything. The ball just would not go in the basket. Correct. It was almost the... Well, it was the tale of two tapes, the tale of two halves. We actually played extremely well in the first half. I don't know if you remember, but we were up seven at half, but we were up 12, I think, with like two minutes to go in the half. Are you? So we played exceptionally well. Now, we do have to give some credit to Georgetown. They had a tremendous defensive team, and they were the original beat-up people in that league, so they're – Defense was a rough, tough, kind of open, and um, and we knew, but it kind of like must have just taken over. So my point is, they had one of the best defensive players ever in the history of the game, Patrick Ewing, at his position, and they had two or three other very talented kids. And uh, I just think their defense a little different than what we faced before, and I think that obviously bothered us in the second half. UK shot three for 33 from the field in that second half, only scored 11 points in the half, and they went the first nine minutes and 56 seconds of that half without scoring at all. It was one of those halves where part of it was Georgetown's defense, but part of it was they had open shots that just would not go down. Well, Jim, you're in your early 60s now, so do you play the game anymore? No. I actually am 60, and yes, that hurts. But my son, I started late in life, and he keeps me. Some people like to say the word, oh, those young kids will keep you young. I say they keep you exhausted at my age. So so he tries and plays sports, and it's a lot of fun for me. I help coach his team, and it's a lot of fun. And I stay active, but no, I do not play basketball, but I stay active. Do you get out and shoot at all? I do not. Uh, I show my son how to shoot a little bit and do that with the kids at the practice, but I don't. And uh, I have a bad back. I have bad hips. You know, I had a new hip about five years ago. Probably have to have another one. But I enjoy it. I do get out. I enjoy it. Try to stay halfway close to the game. I pay attention to it. Of course, you pay attention to it when you played there in and, and, and UK. And I take my son down to the front row at least once or twice a year to watch a game. So, yeah, I stay I stayed active like that. He mentioned he's 60 years old. He's about to turn 61. He'll do so in March. By the way, that 1984 class that he was a part of when he graduated, 
Five players from 1984 that were seniors got drafted into the NBA. First rounders were Sam Bowie and Mel Turpin, and they went on to play in the NBA, but also being drafted were Master along with Dickie Beal and Tom Heights, but neither of those three ever suited up for an NBA team. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Jim Master wrapped up his UK basketball career back in 1984, but since that time he has remained in Lexington where he's lived and worked. And obviously he's close to the UK campus, which means he could take in a home game anytime he likes. And I talked to him about that. Do you get too many UK home games? I do not, but uh, again, my son has just kind of gotten into it. So I I usually take him to one a year. But remember, as you get older and you've played in 135 games, I I watch, but I don't get down there much. So you watch on TV? Oh, yeah. You know, it's easier to watch a game when you're 60 and 58, 55 uh, on TV at 7 o'clock at night than going down to Rupp Arena at 7 o'clock at night. <laughs> you're, you're officially becoming an old man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, but, uh, but anyway, it's been good. Anyway, he has remained in Lexington, as I mentioned, ever since he graduated from UK back in 1984. He is a financial advisor there and in his early 60s, will turn 61 in mid-March. That'll do it for the show this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I appreciate that. I appreciate Jim Master and his time talking with me. And of course, I'll be back with you next week with a brand new show. Till then, Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.